You are listening to the weekly sermon from the Canton United Methodist Church in Canton, South Dakota. We're a church that strives to make disciples of Jesus Christ who make a difference. To learn more, visit us at cantonsdumc.org. And now, here's Pastor Clay. Our scripture reading this morning comes to us from the gospel, or if not from the gospel, comes from the book of Ruth in chapter 4, verses 9 through 17. And I invite you to page 293 in your pew Bibles if you'd like to follow along with today's reading. Then Boaz said to the leaders and all the others that are there, You are all witnesses today that I have bought from Naomi everything that belonged to Elimelech and his sons Chilion and Malon. In addition, Ruth the Moabite, Malon's widow, becomes my wife. This will keep the property in the dead man's family, and his family line will continue among his people and in his hometown. You are witnesses to this today. The leaders and the others said, Yes, we are the witnesses. May the Lord make your wife become like Rachel and Leah, who bore many children to Jacob. May you become rich in the clan of Ephrathath and famous in Bethlehem. May the children that the Lord will give you by this young woman make your family like the families of Perez, the son of Judah and Tamar. So Boaz took Ruth home as his wife. The Lord blessed her, and she became pregnant and had a son. The women said to Naomi, Praise the Lord! He has given you a grandson today to take care of you. May the boy become famous in Israel. Your daughter-in-law loves you and has done more for you than seven sons, and now she has given you a grandson. He will bring new life to you and give you security in your old age. Naomi took the child, held him close, and took care of him. The women of the neighborhood named the boy Obed. They told everyone, a son has been born to Naomi. Obed became the father of Jesse, who was the father of David. This is the family line from Perez to David. Perez, Hezron, Ram, Abinadab, Nashon, Salmon, Boaz, Obed, Jesse, David. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Would you pray with me? Holy and gracious God, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be holy and acceptable to you. For you, O God, are our rock, and you are our Redeemer. And we give you thanks for who you are as we say together, Amen. What is one small, unimportant decision that changed the whole trajectory of your life? This is a question that's being asked on TikTok right now, and creators are using this to share their own version of one decision that they made that was a total and complete game changer. One woman met her husband because she bought him a ticket to an art gallery as an act of random kindness to a stranger. Another reached out to someone on LinkedIn asking for advice on how to apply for a job and ended up with a job offer. One more user on TikTok talked about how they had this desire to study American Sign Language as their world language requirement in college. And that so motivated and inspired them to become fluent to the point that they became an interpreter. And when this woman had a son, the son had a genetic disorder that meant he was nonverbal. Who was ready? the mother that studied American Sign Language and became an interpreter. One small decision that changed the entire trajectory of a person's life. 
as we talk about this, I'm sure that we can all come up with our own examples of how this worked in our own lives. I am no TikTok creator, but even I have a story. I know we're all surprised to know that. But when I was a freshman at Northern State University, I was in the marching band. And I had lived on campus for two days and took pictures like this. I lived on campus for two days and got asked to go to a completely, totally optional event for the marching band where we would go to the football field, or actually it was the Barnett Center, we would go to the Barnett Center and play the Northern State University fight song for the football team so that they could learn the words to it to sing along. I guess. I had lived on campus for two days. I had never heard the Northern State University fight song. I never played the Northern State University fight song, but I was part of the band, and so I went. During that time, I met a friend named Alyssa, and after that event, Alyssa invited me to go back with a group of her friends to her dorm room to hang out for a while, and one of the friends in that group of friends was a young woman named Lindsay Christensen. One small decision that changed the entire trajectory of your life. Whether they are small decisions or that had a big impact or total game changers, whether they are good choices, bad choices, or reactions to inevitable realities, our legacies are defined by our choices. And not only are we impacted by our own choices, we are also impacted by the choices of those around us. And many of us can chase our entire history to one small decision that changed everything. In our scripture this morning, we heard the second half of that. We heard what happens when one small decision changes everything because we heard the end of the story of Ruth and Boaz. And Ruth and Boaz's life and their story is the culmination of so many choices along the way. Even the fact that they knew each other to the point that they fell in love with each other was all guided by choices. Because in Ruth chapter 1, at the very start of the story, Ruth is married to a, na a man named Mahalon, a name that we heard in Scripture. And Mahalon's mother, Naomi, is also married to Elimelech, their dad. And in the course of the story, Elimelech, Mahalon, Chilion, they all pass away leaving Naomi, the mother, and Ruth, the daughter-in-law, and Orpah, the other daughter-in-law. And R Naomi has nothing tying her to the land of Moab. She wants to go back to her ancestral homeland. She wants to go back to Israel. And she makes a choice. And Ruth and Orpah make a choice, too, to go with her. And Ruth or Naomi begs them to stay and just rebuild life there, but Ruth doubles down. Ruth promises to go with Naomi, and more than that, Ruth promises to worship God as Naomi worships God. And at the time, it might have seemed like a small decision, but looking back, this decision to go changes everything and becomes a part of a larger legacy of faithfulness. Ruth travels back to Naomi's homeland, travels back to Bethlehem, and starts life all over again. She meets and falls in love with Boaz, to whom she's married in Scripture, and in so doing becomes a part of a legacy of faithfulness. 
And the reason why Ruth's story is so awesome and so important to our story of faith, it comes at the very tail end of our scripture. Did you catch it? Ruth and Boaz go on to have a son. And that son's name is Obed. And Obed becomes the father of a son named Jesse. And Jesse goes on to have a son named David. And 27 generations later, literally 27, if you look in the Gospel of Matthew, 27 generations later comes a man named Joseph who was betrothed to a woman named Mary who found herself pregnant by the power of the Holy Spirit who would eventually have a son whose name would be called Jesus. This entire lineage, this entire legacy starts with one choice hundreds of years earlier. Ruth stays with Naomi. Ruth moves to Bethlehem. Ruth falls in love and has a child and families unfolded. This entire thing, what we're doing today, is impacted by Ruth's decision to stay. She created an entire legacy of faithfulness with one small decision. And on this All Saints Sunday, we have been given the same opportunity to name and celebrate those saints and to think about the small choices that they made that led to a legacy of faithfulness being created in us. Today we've remembered those that took time to teach Sunday school or to be a part of the Women's Society of Christian Service that became the UMW, that became the United Women in Faith. We celebrated those that were a part of Methodist men and maybe even helped us with a scholarship. We've remembered those that led an adult Bible study or lived a life that became the gospel for us. We are who we are today because of those who have come before us. We have inherited a legacy of faithfulness. But the question remains for us, and the question is this. What will our own legacies be? How will we shape future generations that come after us in our families and in our church? We created a faith legacy this morning in our own family by by baptizing Emmeline. Probably the one, two, fourth Lundberg that Steve Zebarth has baptized in his life and ministry. But in our church, what legacies will we set up? What decisions will we make today that will set future generations forward as they seek to know Christ and serve Christ and worship here in this space? What choices are we making today that will leave a legacy of faithfulness for all the saints? Can we really know the final answer to that question? Not really. A lot of it isn't up to us. But what is up to us is being faithful to God and being faithful to the call that God has placed on our lives as we serve here in this place and serve throughout the world to the best of our ability and to the glory of God. Like Ruth and Boaz and Naomi, we have the opportunity to be a part of a legacy of faithfulness. We will make small decisions that don't seem that impactful, but maybe someday someone will make a TikTok about it. We have the opportunity to leave a legacy of faithfulness for our children's children, for our neighbor's children, 
and for all who come after us. May they too, like we know, the love of God to the point that they become a disciple of Jesus who is willing to reach out and make a difference. Would you pray with me? Loving God, we give you thanks this day for the gift of legacy that you've given to us. For legacies of faithfulness that are so much bigger than we even realize. Be with us as we look at decisions that we can make. Be with us as we make what we think of as small decisions that may indeed change everything. And may we live this life that you've given us to the best of our ability and to the glory of your name. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's sermon from the Canton United Methodist Church. Join us in person or online at 10 o'clock every Sunday morning for worship. And now go in peace and serve the Lord. I want to encourage you after the message to head over to our YouTube channel and click the subscribe button. Over on YouTube, you will find videos of our entire worship service, a video cast of our weekly Cut for Time conversation with Pastor Clay and Eric, songs from our praise band One Way Up, and a bunch of other great things as well. Just search for Canton United Methodist Church. It would mean a lot to have you subscribe.